Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates. Talking King Kucha, everybody want to cut the legs off me. Kucha. That's your part. There's something very, very tastefully ironic about you singing that song with so much passion. <laughs> right? Like, just because the context of the whole thing. Hey, everybody, welcome to the flood where we're rising up and crashing Crashing through to bring you context right because context the song is Kendrick Lamar is singing about Kunta Kinte right a um literal slave narrative American Negro slave local narrative or local fact he came to America through the port of Annapolis (laughs) Shout out to the DMV. Bang. Yeah, no, you singing a song dedicated to the idea, to the concept um, of a a slave narrative with so much passion. It's great as your black co-host to hear, right? It brings me, it brings me joy. I don't know how my ancestors (laughs) <laughs> but me on the inside right um i don't know how umar johnson would feel <laughs> Shit, at this point i don't even know how Kyrie would feel <laughs> hey welcome back to the beastie boy style i got a bone to pick pick where we bring you that pop perspective pop perspective to put the culture in context context and make the mainstream make sense because if we don't make sense then, then we, we don't make welcome back to your favorite weekly pop culture digest again and oh you want me to do that no i feel like we've done it twice now oh oh did i say weekly pop culture digest twice I don't know, I just feel like we did the introduction twice. Or we, like, broke up the introductions. Yeah, no, I broke up the introduction. All right. Uh, to keep it fresh and funky with you, um, and to Gotta keep, keep them it... keep on their toes. Funky with you... It's been a lot going on. First of all, you know, uh, we have to say R.I.P. to take over. Rip. Over a game of dice, though. It wasn't over a dice game. And we had to say R.I.P. to take off, man. And listen. It wasn't a dice game. So, Because no. a couple of weeks ago, we were literally talking about how we so would watch was, people play no. dice in a back alley. <laughs> it, was, it was at a dice game. It was at a dice game. Where something got heated. At the moment, it, it looks like he was a victim of how do I put this? Alright, hold on. Let me think about how I want to work this. 
right? Because I want to. I've been I've been watching uh, a lot of Boondocks lately, and as Huey Freeman would like to call it. No, 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 no! Don't. It is no, when we, we, ignorance overcomes the rational thought of a normally sane black man, so, also known as. From what Twitter is saying, uh, from what I've seen on Twitter so far, uh, official recounts go. They were at a dice game. Quavo was losing a little bit of money. He was getting a little take bit off. loud. Takeoff was losing a bit, a little bit. No, Takeoff was not gambling at all. Oh, Quavo. Quavo. That's so. That's the whole point, right? Quavo like, was there. Takeoff was a bystander. He got struck by a stray bullet. We'll call it a stray bullet. But Quavo so, was there. Quavo was there. Quavo was the one gambling. Quavo got loud with um, some members of Mob Ties, right? Mob Ties is Jay Prince's whole uh, connection, right? Jay Prince, Rap-A-Lot Records, UGK, Ghetto Boys, right? Think Got it. it. Right. Okay, Jay, Jay Prince, Drake, right? Like, Jay Prince really helped Drake, like, get his jump off. I think Jay Prince was the dude who connected Drake with cash money at the time, right? Like, Jay Prince put Drake in connections with Lil Wayne and shit. Okay, so um, Quavo was popping off at the dice game. Takeoff was chilling there. Takeoff was chilling. Um, Quavo popped off at the dice game. Things got sticky, right? Like, it looked like shit was about to pop off. Somebody started letting shots rang out um, on, like, the side of the Migos, right? Uh, word is security, allegedly, allegedly, security decided it would be a good idea to let that thing bang out a couple of times uh, just to let people know uh, the situation was and the situation was takeoff got hit by one of those stray shots right um there was another person who was hit um where was this dice game like it was in houston it was somewhere in houston i don't know not a casino or I, I, I don't know exactly where it was. I saw Bowling Alley um, at first. I haven't checked any official reports as of the moment. All I know is that one of the members of the Migos was bad. And it just... It's weird because... It just feels so reckless, right? Like, this is a weird celebrity death in the sense that it, it really was just a, like, reckless, like, sense of violence. And... I have a comparison. Is it... Gigi Allen? No. John Lennon. Oh. I I see where I, I see what you're doing, but I want to I want to see your work. Show your work. Show your work. <laughs> At the time, the Beatles were one of the biggest music acts in the world, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. They just recently broke up, right? Right. Like the Migos. Oh. John Lennon was shot out of senseless violence. Are you saying that Takeoff is the John Lennon of the Migos? Maybe I'm saying the Migos are the Beatles of this generation. 
I feel like either one is a very valid point. I think the better way to qualify it would be like, so Offset would just be like Ringo and George, right? Like, you're just Ringo and George. So that would make Quavo That's so disrespectful to Offset. That's really disrespectful. But no, but that's no, really disrespectful to George. Fuck Ringo. I feel like Ringo's not even the best drummer in the Beatles. I feel like to call Quavo Paul McCartney though is very accurate, right? So then that would make Takeoff John Lennon. Oh, you're right. I guess by <laughs> by default. <laughs> Damn, yo, that's heavy, son. See, this is what I'm talking about, right? Like conspiracy. Both theory, taken by senseless violence. Conspiracy theory. Uh, conspiracy theory. Twitter is and like TikTok is gonna pick that up, right? Like that sound bite and like. Come on, yo. Come on, yo. That's what if Quavo's been dead the whole time? <laughs> it's no. actually a body impersonator of Quavo who got takeoff killed. No, what it'll be is no, okay. Oh, damn, I'm about to fuck your head up, yo. Because reports at first were that Quavo got hit too, and Quavo and Takeoff went to the hospital together to suffer, uh, to suffer, right? To um, have their wounds taken care of, right? And Takeoff was pronounced dead on scene because he was yeah, dead on scene. But now they're saying it was another member of their crew, and it wasn't Quavo that got hit, right? So the theory would be that both of the niggas died that night, and uh, they decided to replace Quavo with a clone that they had saved um, from the same place that they got the Gucci Mane clone from. And that's how you know you should come back and listen to us, because we got we got it right here, figured out for you guys, like on some Poirot shit. Like you don't even know, uh, we just, Crack the whole fucking case right there. And we also just gave the Migos the uh, highest of praise by saying that they are the Beatles of this generation. That's what I was gonna say. We cracked the whole case. The Migos are the Beatles, and they are clearly. Uh, that just means that Takeoff got sacrificed the same way John Lennon did, and Jesus. Somehow I cannot get around the entire disrespectful nature of this discussion because. <laughs> Somebody, it's not funny. Somebody is missing, you know, this. Take off your shot and then die for your sins. Wow, so now you're comparing this nigga to Jesus. You I was trying us, to say that in triplicates and then have another line to go with it. You want us to be toxic so bad. <laughs> Take off your shot and then die for your sins. It's. We also have to give a farewell to Aaron Carter, who passed away at the end of the week. It is quite a shame to see such people, uh, such talented people, pass much earlier than I would say. You know, it's their time, right? Like, it's there's no way. I, I get it. They say the good die young, but like, come on, man. It, it, these people had such. Aaron Carter crawled so Bieber could run. Whew. Come on, man, listen. Uh, these people had much more potential and much more they could have given than 
you know, what has been seen, but, you know, what they say is God's will will be God's will. Obviously, that's just, you know, a, a little bit of idol celebrity worship, but, like, it, I mean, we can't, obviously, the impact of the Migos cannot be ignored, right? Like, the same way the impact of the Beatles cannot be. I thought um, you were going to say the impact of Aaron Carter. The same way the impact of Aaron Carter cannot be ignored. <laughs> it was great that one episode of Lizzie McGuire. I, listen, I... Aaron Carter, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, right? Like, you know, they set the, the tone for pretty boy white boys, right? Like, back in the day, back in the, the Disney... Hey, you're watching the Disney Channel <laughs> days, right? Like... I'd say Leo was always handsome. Aaron Carter, definitely. No, he was adorable. There's someone in the middle who's man pretty. He was about to make me say Ryan Gosling, right? And I'm not. No, he's he's handsome. Who? Okay, so what is your definition of man pretty? Uh, just give me, like, spout off a couple of random celebrities. So what you want me to do is name niggas that I would think is B-Man pretty? No, no just... Is just, B-Man pretty. You want me... So what you want me to do... Is, is disarm your toxic masculinity so that I can help our listeners understand what my perception no, of... He wants Okay, so what you want is for me to say some sus shit first, right? So then you can follow and confirm the sus shit? I don't understand, like, you, so you say man pretty, but you don't have anybody in mind that you think is man pretty. Ashton Kutcher. You know, I've never questioned your judgment until now. You've said a lot of like wild shit on this pod, and I just like I just want to contextualize the statement that I made just now, right? Because you said a lot of wild shit on this pod. You told me a whole ass story about how you and your homeboy rode down to Florida and slept on a park bench until you could find a friend. I finally met the guy whose house that we slept in that night, like a week ago when Zach was in town. He's like, Brandon's here. I'm like, the legend. He's like, yeah! So I'm like, all right, cool, I have to beat the legend. But you think Ashton Kutcher is man pretty? You like you like them scientists that think Bella Hadid is the, wor- the, the world's most beautiful woman, right? Like, scientifically speaking, as far as, like, physical features go and what scientists have deemed scientifically beautiful, uh, Bella Hadid matches all of that, I guess. He says, with eyes wide and rolling. Because clearly, them scientists is fucking rolling if they think Bella Hadid is the most beautiful woman on the planet. I'm sorry, no disrespect to Bella, right? Like, that's not, that's clearly not what I'm saying. But I think that Bella herself would agree that that title belongs to... Okay, I have a fictional character. Who you think is man pretty? Uh, okay, I have because two I was gonna say characters. Nia Long. Nia Long is the most beautiful woman on the planet, but she's not man pretty. <laughs> That's not what I was talking about. But who is who? Obviously, okay. the troll answer here is RuPaul. But wow, 
wow. I don't think, you know, somehow I don't think RuPaul would be upset at that. <laughs> um, but go ahead. Who is the fiction? If you say Gaston, I'm going to make you get the fuck out of my house. No. Okay. Leon Kennedy and Cloud Strife. Man, pretty. Cloud passed as a girl with a dress and makeup. Man, pretty. Have you not seen Too Wong Fu? No. With Wesley Snipes and John Leguizamo? No, but that sounds like an amazing pairing. It's a movie where both of them niggas dressed up in drag. Um, they played drag queens. Like white chicks? Um, yeah, kind of, but like about transgenders. That's, I, I feel like... This sounds like it came out in the 80s. Uh, 1995. Some movies you wonder if they'd ever get made again. <laughs> Starring Wesley Snipes, Patrick Swayze, and John Leguizamo. So first of all... That is an amazing cast. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. For such a toxic fucking movie, dog. So the synopsis of this movie, <laughs> right? Elite Manhattan drag queens meet one of the losers after a competition in Los Angeles and they are like kind of compelled to like bring her on, that loser being John Leguizamo. So the two elite drag queens are um, Patrick Swayze, Swayze and, and Wesley, Wesley Snipes. <laughs> and after a competition, Securing their victory. Could in... you pick any more any actors with more like rigid <laughs> facial structure? <laughs> so after they win at like regionals in Los Angeles, right? They, they're they're all of a sudden compelled to bring on John Leguizamo's character Chi Chi as like a protege of theirs, and they embark on a road trip across America. <laughs> 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 And they struggle to make it in Los, to Los Angeles in time for the regionals, right? Like, these are the types of movies when we said that we kind of miss cable. These are the types of movies we miss cable. Oh for. my god, because who the fuck would watch Too Wong Fu from beginning to end? Who would choose than, to watch that other movie? Than our supportive LGBTQ community. Thank and, you guys for listening. And John Leguizamo. Thank you, John, for listening. Yes. <laughs> but, but, maybe we should, like, for, like, a, a YouTube video, we should watch <laughs> Too Wong Fu and react to it. <laughs> As two straight dudes, because there's no way that could be problematic. <laughs> okay, so what do you think would be more problematic? Our YouTube reaction to it or the movie itself? Is it weird that we're going to say the movie itself? Because <laughs> it was made in 1995. How could it not be problematic? Dog? Everything. Everything. 1995 and Wesley Snipes. <laughs> and John Leguizamo, the fuck? And Patrick Swayze playing a drag queen, who is probably the only person who took it. It's like, no, Wesley Snipes takes everything acting seriously. <laughs> <laughs>
John Leguizamo, no disrespect. But Patrick Swayze at that point was a mega star. I mean, it's arguable to say that Wesley Snipes at that point was a mega star, right? You don't get that kind of, like, attitude. That's, like, a Kanye-level cocky, right? Like, that Wesley Snipes has for no fucking reason, right? Like, Wesley Snipes was that nigga in the 90s. Do I need to pull up the eye? No! He was Blade, not said. Right. He was Blade and no, Nino. No Wesley Snipes, no MCU. And that's real. That's real. I stand on that square. You want to know what my no Will's, island? No Fresh Prince, no hip hop. My island? No, I'm no. I just I disagree with No Fresh Prince, no hip hop. I will say No Fresh Prince. Much bigger, much more uphill battle for Will Smith to for hip hop to transition into. No, I feel like what that did was make the transition from rapper to actor like more accessible um but back to your island of the day my island of the day however is is as much as fucking kevin smith hates (laughs) and ryan reynolds hate this nigga (laughs) you can thank fucking wesley snipes for infinity you can thank him for Age of Ultron. You can thank that nigga for WandaVision, right? Some people might be like, Age of Ultron is trash, right? Um, but you can thank him for Black Panther, right? Uh, for Jessica Jones, for <laughs> Luke Cage, for all that shit, right? For Spider-Man, all you niggas love that Spider-Man shit. If it wasn't for Blade, he'd... Y'all wouldn't have got no fucking Sam Raimi Spider-Man. Suck my dick. Get the fuck out of here. Wesley Snipes ran so y'all niggas could walk your asses to the box office because everybody disappointed with this latest phase of Marvel shit anyway. We all just waiting for Mahershala Ali, who might walk off the Blade set as we speak anyway because Marvel's trying to do this shit dirty and that's the whole reason I'm going on this rant in the first place because if Blade is trash I promise you I will never watch another Black Panther movie again (laughs) (laughs) it's like and that's no disrespect to Ryan Coogler (laughs) no disrespect I will always watch the Chadwick Boseman one that's for that's on God But if they fuck up Blade, I'm gonna be mad as shit. Because what we got, I have to deal with Robert Pattinson as the coolest vampire in the latest, in the last decade. That's what you want? That's what you want from me? Is that when I think of, no. Real life, real life action, live action vampire. Oh, you, you talk about Castlevania. No. So what you want from me, though? Dracula and Alec Carter busted. Is to accept Robert Pattinson as as my visualization as a vampire. When I could have, when I could have that fucking melanin magic working its way on my screen right No, Fuck that, that no homo, right? True Blood's not good enough for you. But that was before fucking Twilight. What is, okay, so what... Have we had anything else other than Twilight as far as vampires are concerned? That No. That's my whole point. Now we got Blade coming back, and they want to do Blade dirty. Why? How? What? The first I've heard of this. The director got fired, right? Like, so the original director got fired. 
rumor has it is Mahershala Ali is like thinking about walking too, right? Because in obvious, so if the director bounced and now the actor is thinking about leaving, that sounds to me like the script is shit. Yup. And Disney is like, this is the script. And Blade was a ra- was hold on, was Blade rated R? Oh my god, the MCU is doing exactly what Magic the Gathering is doing. So there's like a lot of discourse online building about the dissatisfaction around this latest phase of Marvel releases, right? Um, with a lot of that hate, I feel like undeservingly being directed at She-Hulk. I, I also have like, I got, I got a Did problem you watch She-Hulk? <laughs> I've watched a couple of episodes of this shit and I got a bone to pick. <laughs> Alright, I've, I've watched all of it. It's... Is it cringe to you? It has its cringe moments. The ending, I was like, what the fuck? I mean, sure, but this is a little much. And everything else, I was like, okay, I guess this is so kind of ha- fun. I haven't gotten to the ending yet. I don't feel like it deserves the level of hate that it's getting, though. You haven't seen the ending. Uh... The one dumb thing about She-Hulk, at the very end of it, they were, like, rolling the end credits, and then... Bruce showed up and he's just like, here's my son! For like literally 12 frames. And it's like, okay, I guess that's how you're gonna introduce them. I don't feel like the new Thor movie deserves a lot of the hate that it's getting. I don't think so either. Whenever Um, I I expect Thor movies at this point just to be fun. But that's it, right? Like, which is fine. A lot of people want a cinematic masterpiece out of everything that Marvel produces, right? I do think that they there are times where they have aimed for like high cinema and yeah. have achieved it. Yeah. I don't think they are trying as think- much to make a good movie. I don't think they have to do that with every single thing that they produce, right? So when we had Raph on here, but right? they are also not doing it as much as they should, or as I will say, as much as they could. There's only of those all the Netflix series right now. There's only two that I would say stand above all else, and it's Loki and WandaVision, and those you mean Disney Plus? Yeah, no, but yeah, I, I, like yeah. all of like Loki and WandaVision. I feel like, like those to me are are high quality right. like television. those are Emmy winning like and I feel like Captain Falcon Winter Soldier Dezu Chan Captain Suck so- Captain Falcon Soldier Dezu Winter Chan <laughs> I feel like that had its moments too right like you cannot I feel like it's really hard to leave that one out because it, it was clearly, more heavy-handed than the other two. Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan were putting in their entire effort for that, right? And they were doing, I feel like they totally did the best with what they had, with what they were given, right? They were not, I don't, I think, you know. Is what, it just kind of like a, a social contract that we're all just going to call him Captain Falcon? Falcon! Punch! 
No, I keep doing that because we drink while we record this. No. Bit. He's literally Captain America and, and Falcon. Falcon. Yeah, I know. That but it's it, that's why I'm saying like it's funny. It's funny. I originally made the joke based off of the title. I know, and I But just now I'm like why can't he? He, he really is Captain Falcon. In like, the comic book, he keeps the wings. Right? So, anyway, to bring it all back, though, what I was saying about Captain America Winter Soldier, right, is, uh... <laughs> it's so disrespectful to Anthony Maggie. I'm sorry. Uh, what I was saying about that series is they... That was some She-Hulk shit that they did to that show. Considering the production level they gave Loki and the production level they gave WandaVision, what they did to Anthony Mackie and Sebastian Stan is the same shit they did to WandaVision and the Marvels, right? <laughs> we get to these points where Marvel is clearly showing favoritism to the properties that they really want to, like, that they're really trying to push. Um, I'm expecting Secret War to be phenomenal. It, like, I'm expecting Secret War all around to be phenomenal. It better be, because as much as I keep hearing Tom Holland doesn't want to be Spider-Man anymore, like, <laughs> the fact that they've got him roped into this kind of fucking contract. And I, I also He's in so Secret War? So, Secret Wars is supposed to tie in to the whole, like, Spider-Man run that they have going right now. Ah, shit. Right, that's like, gonna be, working, I think they said that that's gonna be six episodes. She-Hulk was nine for some reason. They're working on, like, the Secret Invasion. Like, yeah. Time. Um, and it, somehow they're tying that into Kang and... right and, and, Yeah, like, I think that's what... Oh, no, this, the Secret Invasion series is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah, that's uh, gonna be really good. That's gotta be really good. So like that's gotta be. They can't fuck that one up. Right, and I feel like that's why She-Hulk got the and Captain Mar or in the Marvels, right, or whatever the fuck this is. Miss Marvel. Yeah. I feel like that's why they got those small bags that they got because they put all their fucking money into Secret Wars and to like Doctor Strange, right? Like fucking, they brought Sam Raimi back. They were like, yo, we, I know we took Spider-Man from you. Um, <laughs> but here's some more trippy weird shit. Here's the consolation prize, right? Like, you can do all... It's like Evil Dead, you... but with magic. Right. You can do... But, like, with Disney. Can you do Disney Evil Dead? With magic. <laughs> sure. It's not the Necronomicon. It's the, uh, the Dark Hole. <laughs> Come on. See? Listen. Listen. You stick with us long enough, you'll start to see, right? It's all simple. If they follow the same blueprint, but I want you guys listening to stop taking everything so seriously. Movies don't all have to be the life of Pi. We're talking about superheroes. Yep. And I know, I know they've been able to tell some fucking fantastic narratives using these superheroes in the movies and in the comics yep right but the fact that you niggas got so upset over she-hulk twerking with meg the stallion that's dumb it's really really dumb guys <laughs> like calm the fuck down 
learn to live a little. Like, you niggas wanted Squirrel Girl in Infinity What would you have fucking done if they made Squirrel Girl bust it open on fucking Thanos, right? Squirrel Girl's never beaten Thanos on camera. Never beaten Thanos or never beaten Thanos? Break! <laughs> you take a sound, any sound, record it, and then change its nature by a multiplicity of operations. You record it at different speeds, you play it backwards, you add it to itself over and over again. You adjust filters, echoes, acoustic qualities, you combine segments of magnetic tape. By these means and many others, you can create sounds which no one has ever heard before. You know, Doc, normally whenever I order wings, I get blue cheese. But, uh, I think after this next topic, I might get some ranch. <laughs> this next topic sounds like some shit that would happen on a ranch. Listen, y'all. The things you guys do on TikTok, right? Like, y'all really... I mean, aside from, like, the sleepy chicken in the Tide Pods and the, uh, hitting the lick in the schools, you know, like... There's really some creative figures on TikTok, right? Like, people are really, like, changing the way these teenagers consume media. Speaking of consumption... Uh, Shout out to Brady in Wisconsin for this one. Maggie to Eggie, a.k.a. Maggie Smalls. I'm assuming a biology or like a chemistry student in college went viral this week um, because she decided after finding out that uh, vaginas produce the same kind of bacteria you use to culture and produce cheese to follow that road down a path that would see her and her friend making cheese out of their vagina bacteria. That's right, you heard it here, folks. If not for the first time, probably the worst time. He was showing me, like, day-by-day -day updates, and, and she was being very clinical and scientific yeah, no, about it. Not... But the more and more I watched it, the more and more my stomach just got uneasy. This is not some bathwater shit. Right, like, who, what is, Bella Delphine? This is not some Belle Delphine shit, right? Like, this is not OnlyFans vagina cheese. This is clinical vagina cheese we're talking about <laughs> here, folks. This is bro science, for lack of a better term, at its finest, and I am absolutely here for it. Right, like, when I first saw it, it was- Are you eating it? Absolutely- Absolutely. It's like, no, I'm not eating her vagina cheese, you know? <laughs> I feel like there's somebody out there that will go. That it, so, when I originally discovered this, it was through a tweet where a young woman was like, they're making cheese out of vagina bacteria, and I don't know if this is cool or disgusting. <laughs> I had to investigate for myself, right? Because you don't hear that every day. Vagina cheese? Now, 
maybe on a middle school playground. All I know is after hearing this, I am staying away from the charcuterie plates but at baby showers. In a clinical setting. You've piqued my interest. She's literally farming the bacteria from her and her friend's vagina, which she has on display for her, not the vagina part, right? But like the bacteria part. Bacteria part. part. Um, and she's giving day by day updates. Um, as of recently, there was one today, right? Where she's like super excited about the results of the bacteria after she's isolated them in an uh, oxygen-removed environment, right? Like, she's figured out a way using candles in a bowl to remove all the oxygen from the environment that the bacteria is growing in, and they're loving it. Uh, that's how deep this shit gets. And at this point, I feel like I've already invested way too much not to find out whether or not she actually makes cheese from this shit. Cause what What's the, the qualifications? What is the mar- the demarcation point where it's like, you now have cheese? I thought you were going to say, at what point does this become a fetish? And <laughs> Oh, that's long past. That's already a thing. So I will say that... Um, and I'm, as soon as it became a thing, it it people discovered it was a thing. So, you, so you're saying you would buy vagina cheese? No, I am not saying that. I'm saying someone would. So, how much would somebody have to pay you to eat their vagina cheese? No! Just no? The answer's no? No! So if you're at a party with Megan Fox and... and No! And they hard out, pass. And they bust out a charcuterie board. And hard then, pass. And then Megan Fox put cocaine on her titties, right? Like, so I guess you haven't seen that video either. All right. We, but then we can, there's we also the cranberry this. juice, where oh yeah, that's made with MGK's blood. So. So my point is, at what, at what level of nasty do you hit vagina juice? No. <laughs> Alright, I got a gun in. And I'm like, golden shower or vagina cheese charcuterie board. <laughs> Which one you pick? How easy is it to test cheese for STDs? I'm obviously not gonna feed you. So, okay, that's why I appreciate the fact that she's being so clinical about this, right? Because you hear vagina cheese, right? And you're like, okay, so you just want to give me herpes, right? (laughs) Clearly, or fucking gonorrhea, chlamydia. Chlamydia sounds like something you would get from eating vagina cheese, right? Yeah. (laughs) Like listeria. (laughs) Yeah. I'm just so you've been married for 25 years, right? And um, 25 years—that's like you know the silver year or whatever the fuck they call it. No, it's the cheese year. <laughs> and you know, you know they have like dildo kits and stuff, right? Where like you can make a mold of your dick and like they they'll make a dildo for you later. Um, your lady come to you with a charcuterie board. <laughs> 
I got one better. I got one better. Imagine. Imagine. Couple. Married for 20 years. 20 years. The wife, fantastic cook. She's amazing. Julia Child, like butter and everything. Like, right? Right. right. Thanksgiving. And then the husband, the husband, like, he finds out his cholesterol's too high and, you know, he has to lay off of the, the dairy product, yeah, right? no more. No more cheddar. So no the, more Gouda. The, the wife, no more Havarti. The wife got smart no and she thought about it one day and she's like, you really want a cheeseburger? He's like, yeah, <laughs> but no, I can't eat cheese. No. And she goes in and Not peels that one piece of cheese off and she's like, hopefully this will work. And then she kills her husband because he's actually lactose intolerant, and even vagina cheese would trigger that. <laughs> I don't think vagina cheese would trigger lactose, though. Breast milk cheese would trigger lactose intolerance, right? Because it's There's only milk. one way to find out. Well, we'll know um, if you guys can Is that the truest, follow... the, the truest side of love? To incubate one slice of cheese for your lactose intolerant husband of 20 years? <laughs> We'll find out if you guys continue to follow with Maggie the Eggie along with me um, on this cheesy journey. I just, you know, and, you know, hit us up with whether or not you would eat vagina. Please don't. Don't. Don't, don't hit me up. Don't, I don't, don't, don't want to know. know. I don't want to know nope. what kind of freaks nope. our followers are. Nope. Uh, that one, nope. listen, that one's up there with bath water to me. Uh. I don't know. Nope. Oh, okay. What's worse? What's worse? Buying your favorite OnlyFans model vagina cheese uh, or a jar of her farts? And this is on top of me subscribing to her OnlyFans. Yes. <laughs> yes. Honestly, Doc, I'd probably rather have HBO Go. I'd probably have HBO Go instead. You mean HBO Max or what's left of it at this point? Amazon Prime? Uh, Amazon Prime. I feel like Amazon Prime tries too hard. It's like, we have the boys, though. Like, come on, you know you like that shit. You haven't watched it. You don't get it. I do get it. Like, it's a good show. I've seen the clips. It's not enough to make me pay for Amazon Prime. I will Ooh. let you use my login. Uh, listen. Um... Speaking of Amazon, did you hear that Amazon is selling this uh, documentary and book? That uh, someone tweeted out. Oh, so you wanna you wanna talk about Kyrie? Why don't you just say you wanna talk about Kyrie? Then like we can so we can talk about Kyrie Irving, who recently has been in a little hot water um, because he promoted a video that may or may not be some Hebrew Israel like propaganda. Someone put um, Kevin Durant on suicide watch. Listen, what the real issue, uh, all right, so, ding, let's chime into it. <laughs> let's dive into this a little bit. So you want to you wanna explain to the layman uh, what's been going on TLDR, this shit, real quick? Know. So, uh, modern American philosopher Kyrie Irving. Oh, that's what you're getting. 
yeah, but I'm doing it facetiously. It's not like he's an actual great modern American philosopher like David Jacoby. I was being so So basically, Kyrie Irving is a professional basketball player. Right? Kyrie Irving, the professional NBA player uh, for what team? The, the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Who no, no sat Nets. out more than half of last season for not getting vaccinated and, you know, thinks the earth is flat. So, like... And everything seems to be going fine. You know, so, they start out a little rough on the season. So, I was so, listening so. to the Bill Simmons podcast and he's just like... Well, just waiting for something bad to happen with Kyrie, because there's always something with Kyrie. Literally a day and a half later, he tweets out this link to the Amazon page for a documentary and a book that's full of, you said, uh, black Hebrew Israelite. I like how you gave a white man credit for Kyrie's um, (laughs) decision to promote that Hebrew Israelite propaganda. Anyway, uh, I don't want to rewind the track. And now Kevin Durant is probably miserable, like absolutely hating his life. And in case you want to add gasoline onto this fire, they fired Steve Nash and are probably going to hire none other than Ime Udoka. Hey, I don't, wow, damn, I keep playing in these rings on the fucking table. Um, No, I... The real issue I have with this is the fact that they are, like, lumping Kyrie and Kanye together as far as, like, anti-Semitism goes. And it's really two very different subjects um, as far as I'm concerned, right? Kanye is on some, like, evangelical sovereign citizenship and citizenship shit. And... Kyrie is on a whole different other time, right? Like, this book movie that he is promoting, like I said, is on some uh, Hebrew-Israelite doctrine shit. And essentially... It's it's a very expansive documentary. It's hidden colors for fucking Hebrew-Israelites. Um, and all my niggas in the know that listen will know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. Like... It's supposed to be, like, an expose that really, like, tells the, the, the true identity of the Jewish folk, um, which is something that is a part of the Hebrew-Israelite doctrine. They believe they are, like, a part of the real 12 tribes of... Uh, Joseph. Joseph. And that the white man is, like, the descendant of, what was it, Esau? Or whatever. Isaac. Isaac. No, 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 no. It's not Isaac. Hold on. I'm going to look this shit. Black Hebrew Israelite teaching use verses from the book of Deuteronomy, the fifth book of the Torah, the and the King James Bible, right? And they tell the history of the Hebrew Israelites from the Old Testament and to give a biblical explanation for the transatlantic slave trade, right? Um, making it specifically a... And American. Esau is the twin of Jacob, right? And according to Black Hebrew Israelite teachings, the ancestors of the Caucasians, right? Esau is described as red and hairy. 
um, and ugly. <laughs> and Jacob, the Israelites' descendants, are described as dark-skinned, right? Um, references used uh, as insults to show clear racial differences between Jacob's children. Blacks are believed to be the chosen race, while Esau's descendants are cursed by God, right? Um, Don't ask me how that all ties in to the transatlantic slave trade. I am not currently in the position to explain that to you folks. <laughs> but what I do know is that it is not the same thing that Kanye is talking about. Kanye is on some whole White Lives Matter shit um, and <laughs> And I saw rumors floating around that he was just blocked through like a lawsuit from being able to sue to sell those t-shirts in the first place. Um, and he's like on some whole like evangelical timing, like some Creflo Dollar type shit. So it's wild to me that they're getting grouped together as anti-Semitic. When Kyrie's whole thing is like, I'm actually like a real Jew, like the real, real Jews, like. Which is why he refused to answer those fucking questions the other night, right? Where they were asking him, like, are you anti-Semitic? He's like, I can't be anti-Semitic if I know where, where I, I come, come from. from. If I know where the fuck I come from. It's the same shit that Kendrick is on. Kendrick and fucking Kodak Black are both, like, Hebrew Israelites. At this point, there are some problematic aspects to the Hebrew Israelite doctrine. Right, um, the same problematic aspects that you find in a lot of the sovereign citizen um, Christian fundamentalist like doctrines. Right, they are very, very like heavy conservative, um, very, very heavy authoritarian type doctrines. Both very strict in their discipline, but. You can also see that their rangings from people like Kyrie Irving to Kendrick Lamar to Kodak Black, right? Like, it, it's a wide sect of people, right? That it reaches almost the same way that, like, the 5%er shit reach people mm -hmm. with, like, the month. So, like, the 5%er shit, let, like, how, let me put it like this, right? Um, 5%ers to the Nation of Islam, like, that was, like, street to conservative, right? Yeah. Um, the black Hebrew Israelites are different from Jews of color or black Jews in the sense that they appeal to like a more like militant mindset, right? They are probably more in line with the nation of Islam than they are like the 5% of nation right? yeah. or the nation of God. But as it stands for right now, <clears throat> Kyrie Irving is currently suspended for five at least five games so by this is... the brooklyn nets and he is required to must complete these six items before he can return to the team because to quote the brooklyn nets release he is currently unfit to represent the brooklyn nets organization you know how sticky it gets he must apologize slash condemn movie 
500,000 donation wow. to anti-hate causes, wow. sensitivity training, wow. anti-Semitic training, wow. meet with ADL Jewish leaders, and then this one I think is hilarious because meet with Joe Sai to demonstrate understanding. Joe Sai really set himself as the fucking Ed boss. Wow. <laughs> I am actually quite upset at this. There's a narrative going online right now about how a lot of these successful black men are being buckbroke, right? Um, for everybody to see. And I don't know if you know what buckbroke is, but if you've seen Hidden Colors, you know what buckbreaking is. Um, buckbreaking is a tactic that was used on slaves when they were first ported to the Americas. They would take the biggest, strongest looking slave, right? And they would put him in the stocks and they would whip him until he would cry like a baby. In some cases, according to some accounts, if you know what they do to people in the stocks, they would even rape that motherfucker, right? In front of all the slaves that they just brought off the boat, right? Biggest, strongest motherfucker. And like, you know, they were able to do it because of guns and shit, right? Like, and you get however the fuck you want to. Um, but I say that to put context on what a lot of people are claiming is happening right now. Um, they are claiming Kanye is being fucked because he has been hit with all kinds of like just repercussions from his statements that he didn't even really make yet, right? Like Kanye just said he was going to go DEFCON on the Jews, right? He said he, you know, that he could say shit about the Jews and Adidas couldn't do anything, right? He didn't say anything about the Jews yet. George Floyd shit was pretty egregious, though. That's not what he's being roasted for. He's being roasted for being anti-Semitic. The nigga hasn't said, to my knowledge, if I'm being as accurate and fair as balanced as Fox News, like not, not as Fox News, but if I'm being as fair and balanced as I can be at the moment, as far as I've seen, the nigga hasn't really said anything about the Jews yet. Um, he's made similar statements to things that like Ice Cube has said in the past um and he he's not really said anything too far gone from what was already kind of like simmering in the black community not to say that it's not anti-semitic in nature right but there is already this understanding and kind of like this animosity between Jews and black people just based on like ghetto shit, right? Like, um, like you guys are always neck and neck in the oppression Olympics, so there you go, yeah, right? To put it in context, historically, black people and Jewish people probably had it the worst, and there's a lot to suggest that there's a maybe there's more similarity there than we currently understand contextually, right? Which is where Kyrie and a lot of Hebrew Israelites are coming from, 
right? And I'm not trying to be a fucking extremist apologist when I say those things. It is me trying to legitimately be fair and balanced. I think my biggest problem right now is with when Kyrie was asked about what specific parts of the documentary he liked, he was just like very enlightening about the Jewish faith. And unlike Kyrie, that was your opera. Like, not no fuck fuck all these people asking you front out are you anti-semitic you know that was your opportunity to be like this is what i thought was enlightening fuck all that other stuff but this is the stuff that i thought made it worth sharing i want to go in on that but i have to go pee i'll be right back but yeah no that was the opportunity that Kyrie could have actually fully explained himself. Okay, I got two things to address here. Like, all right, let me wrap up this buck-breaking thing. I halfway agree with this because... Dude, Marjorie Taylor Greene, who is a fucking U.S. senator, right? No, no, representative. representative. She's a U.S. representative. Said that fucking Jewish space lasers were a thing, Right? literally has stood up on the fucking stand and spouted all kinds of anti-semitic bullshit and this woman is still representing her fucking delegation right but uh i guess because money talks right we can take fucking kanye's adidas deal from him and that's more impactful than fucking getting a u.s representative removed from her position yeah okay guys miss me on the fucking Kyrie bullshit when like you y'all are literally letting all kinds of anti-semites rock in the fucking like the 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 places of position it places and positions that actually matter you guys know and if you don't know now you know i don't get with this political theater and that's all it fucking is Kanye is just a fucking... They are. Like, as much as I hate when people say Britney Spears was a distraction for 9-11. Like, Kanye and Kyrie are distractions from the shit that is actually going on right now. Like, there is a real anti-Semitic movement brewing in this country. And it's not these two random black-ass celebrities. It's not. It's not. Y'all can miss me with this shit. Like, what these two dudes are doing is far less destructive than what Marjorie Taylor Greene and what Ron DeSantis are doing, right? It's far less destructive than the Unite the Right movement. Like, please do not forget that that shit only happened, like, fucking two years ago, dude. And I get that it what Kanye does is inflammatory, and it's... Uh, it, it's um, I see your macro perspective. <laughs> and it, it incites these people that were already incited by the Unite the Right movement. I see your macro perspective. Let me bring it micro. If he just explained the Hebrew-Israelite stuff, which is already starting to... Nobody's ready to hear that. Nobody's ready to but hear it's all at that least, Esau shit. At least it's not him saying, yeah, I don't think the Holocaust no, happened. you don't. Which is what the movie says. So maybe that's the parts that he agrees with, right? There are some Hebrew Israelites that will take fucking Hitler quotes, right? Well, he, and, he apologized in a written statement on Instagram saying, yeah, the Holocaust happened. But I mean, like, if you were asked what about the documentary you liked, you, why don't you 
This is the dude who fucking said the earth was flat. Why do we care what he thinks? Why do we care what he thinks when there are fucking politicians who who literally think that people who who identify as a different gender are somehow less than human? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like this, this, we're fucking talking about a basketball. Player. This is a this is a, a wonderful dichotomy here, because this is. I get it. This I is get the this influence is like of celebrity. This is like I get the influence of celebrity. This is like more than an athlete and shut up and dribble at the same time. I, right, that's what I'm saying. I get the influence of celebrity. Kyrie's impact is not something that should be disqualified or disquantified in any sense, right? But his impact is not more than somebody who actually influences policy. Yep. Facts. A movie that Kyrie is promoting when the Turner Diaries is still fucking out there and can be bought on fucking eBay. Like, it's not on Amazon, right? So people are like, why is this movie being promoted on Amazon? But you you can fucking buy the Left Behind series on Amazon, and that's entirely fucking Christian propaganda, right? Like, that is a whole-ass book series. It's fucking, uh, it, it's, um... My brother the loved Hunger those Games. series growing it's, up. It's the Hunger Games, but for Christians. <laughs> the rapture, post-rapture. Yeah, dude, it's the Hunger Games, but for Christians, right? Or it's Mad Max, but for Christians. There you go. <laughs> and, like, come on. That's, that's available on Amazon. But y'all are wondering, like, have you seen the smut that you can buy on Audible? <laughs> Wish. Stop it. Stop it. Y'all are worried about the wrong shit. I'm sorry. And, and, and we can have a different discussion about Hebrew Israelites one time. But this right here is it's not it's not what it's about. This is a uh, type of discussion we'll have to have over a longer form that you can get on Twitter Blue for nearly $8 a month. (laughs) Yo. And that is something that we will come back to as the situation further develops. Right, right, because you know what you guys can come to us. Twitter is still a gas fire right now, so. And what you guys can come to us for is the entire perspective, right? Like, we take time to let things flush out so we can really bring y'all the full depth of the conversation. Um, The same way we're bringing y'all the full depth of this Kanye, Kyrie situation. And you guys know where y'all can find all the latest hot takes. At the Flood Pod on everything. And that's on everything you want to do the ad plug and if you are looking for a match to the gathering pokemon flesh or blood Yu-Gi-Oh, or board games or supplies for either you can check out tokenmtg.com and use the promo code ziggy to get 10 percent off of your order That's or promo code ziggy. check out their shop in edgewater if you're there on sundays you That's might even edgewater, be seeing Maryland. me playing commander but I would also like to let our listeners know for the next two months, Doc and I are going to be taking a sort of hiatus. So, we're not going away, but we're taking a break. To focus on other things for the pod. So you'll still see us. But not on the pod. 
you will see us in other perspectives. We will be alive and active on social media and we'll be dropping videos and, and you might even see us on meantime. some other shows and you know we'll be out there on other shows hopefully uh but for a little bit we we gonna fall back from the podcast so we can bring you guys a new perspective and take some fresh takes on some things and we are gonna head out now because popeyes closes in 20 mm. minutes and with that being said you guys be safe out deuces Look, it's a flood. It's a flood. It's flooding. Get away. Get away. Quick, we need to get to higher ground. Open the floodgates.